0: dose of tech news and insight this is the early burb briefing lenovo thinks about a phone it is friday january 6 2023 this is the early burb briefing i'm eagle falcon today's podcast is brought to you by hello fresh start your year off the right way enhance your ability to cook and order some hello fresh ingredients delivered directly to your front door and recipes to follow to help enhance your ability to cook on your own and save money this new year use my link in the th- description of this podcast or use the code p o g h f one eight two seven eight for 21 free meals plus free shipping and no i did not pick that code. So of course it's CES time, so of course we have a lot to talk about, I'm going to focus on Sony and Lenovo today. Sony, oddly enough, didn't really have a whole lot to talk about as far as I could tell. I'm going to be doing another once over before I go to Eagle Eyes on Tech, obviously I don't want to miss anything for fairly obvious reasons. But first off they introduced Project Leonardo, and this is for the PS5, this is to compete against that massive accessibility controller that Microsoft released, except this one looks way more space age because everything involved in the PS5 looks very space age. It looks like a flying saucer with giant shoulder buttons around the whole saucer and a massive joystick sticking off the side. And apparently there are multiples of these. And of course, just like the Xbox accessibility controller, there are tons of ports to add tons of other devices to make it so that you can pretty much hot map anything to control the PS5, regardless of your disability. I mean, honestly, the whole thing is just kind of cool in in general. These kind of accessibility things, as someone without one, it looks fascinating to see these kind of contraptions and go, whoa, but why? And then actually hearing the reasons as to why it's because well someone who doesn't have this kind of fingers or doesn't have this border function or this that or the other thing, and it's just like wow a lot of thought went into this very strangely designed contraption and that is very interesting to me. I do actually recommend checking out. It is called Project Leonardo and it will be out at some point. <laughs> I don't know when unfortunately. The concept of that there is that there's supposed to be two of them and like I said there'd be other things to join with them. Sony and Honda have revealed they are going to be joining forces to make the Fila, which is going to be a mid sized sedan, and told us pretty much nothing else. And apparently we shouldn't even contemplate it because it's not going to be available until 2016. We don't even know if it's an EV or an internal combustion engine. For all I know, this thing runs on the salts of League of Legend players. I have no idea. Based on its design cues, I have to assume it's electric, but I don't even think they announced that during their anything. The name of the car is the A F E E L A, and it looks anyway, moving on to Lenovo. <laughs> it, it's just a car. It it just looks like a very unremarkable modern car, and the fact that it's not coming out until 2025 is just like, "Oh, okay, bye." It's like, "Why bother?" I don't know, maybe the the pictures I have don't do it justice. Lenovo actually announced quite a lot of interesting things. First off, they're announcing the Smart Paper, which is a 10.3 inch e-ink tablet targeted primarily at students. I don't know how it took people this long to do something like this. Like seriously, I have been pondering this thing for a while. And granted, the Kindle Scribe exists, but we barely hear anything about it. This is one that is specifically intended to be just you take notes on it, you jot things down. I assume a device like this can also hold some serious data. Yeah, there's 64 gig um, onboard storage on it. I just want to know, can you get textbooks on this as well? Dude, that'd be killer. Even if the OS isn't robust enough, because e-ink unfortunately has a very big problem in the fact that it doesn't, um, it is a very low refresh rate and thus menuing around it is a pain. So like like a store to buy textbooks on is a bit difficult. But a device like this and the battery life is going to be insane because it's e-ink. If you don't know, e-ink is like a LCD screen, except the colors are nowhere near as bright. If it's a color e-ink, most e-ink is in fact just grayscale. It is just black and white. But if power no longer goes to the device, Whatever the last image was on the screen stays there. This means that the device consumes very little power. And even though this thing only has a 3,500 milliamp battery, you could be looking at, you know, days of battery life on this thing. And I do mean days, plural. The battery life itself is not actually mentioned here. Other than the fact that, you know, because it's e-ink and, you know, it's not in a state of constantly consuming power. You can read up to 7000 pages in one charge or note taking 170 pages in one charge. That's how the battery life is measured because you're not constantly consuming power. Unlike an LCD screen, LCD screen constantly needs power. you got the power. That's it. It's done. So again, very interesting. That's a very interesting use of e-ink. This is a more interesting use of e-ink, but a very but why use of e-ink? The Lenovo ThinkBook Twist, which actually looks like an idea pad, but I digress, is a convertible laptop, but uses that old swivel sw- swivel uh, hinge design that we've seen on God tablets for, convertible tablets from back in the 2005 era, where the screen pivots and latches down. except there's a screen on both sides of the laptop. One side of the screen is your normal standard LCD screen. Oh, I'm sorry, an OLED screen. Ah, so it's gonna be even more prohibitively expensive. And the other side, it has a color E Ink display. <gasps> Why? I don't understand. Apparently the E Ink can run Windows. The pen is supported on both sides, but you know, you always have a screen exposed, which is concerning for privacy people. And well, it's gonna be expensive. This sucker is supposed to cost close to, or start at $1,650. And, you know, for that kind of money, it's not going to be, it's not going to thank you phone, by the way, for the interruption. It's not going to be, you know, the highest specs you're talking, you know, only 13 gen Intel, you're talking integrated graphics, you're talking only up to 16 gigs of Ram. That's it. You're only talking up to a terabyte of storage. That's it. Or not, This isn't going to be some kind of powerhouse. It is an expensive thin and light portal laptop. But, you know, it is what it is. And quite frankly, this is what CES is all about. These interesting, these fascinating laptops that people just kind of go, huh, interesting. Kind of like Lenovo's Project Kronos, which is a connect for the TV. Yes, it is a device that sits, stares at you, and captures your movement specifically for, quote, the metaverse. I want to know how accurate it is. So one thing I mentioned in my prediction episode on Eagle Eyes on Tech is that there is not a lot of tech for virtual avatars in, in spaces like streaming. Like, if you're a VTuber, you're still making a, uh, an expensive rig out of janky materials. Is this one other tool in that arsenal, and is it going to replace... A lot of the other motion capturing stuff we'll have to wait and see how good the the mocap is because man if you see full 3d uh vtubers the capturing is jank but it is the only option they have right now we'll have to wait and see how this is i'm willing to keep an open mind on what the tool is useful for because they're their it as something for the metaverse i personally don't think anyone's going to buy anything from the metaverse right now because Nobody cares about the metaverse, especially the metaverse devs. And I mean, if your metaverse devs don't care about your stuff, then what chance does anyone else have? Lenovo also showed off a dual screen laptop thing. (laughs) I just can't even. (laughs) So this thing, it is called the yoga book. You open it up and it's a dual screen laptop and it comes with a stand so you can have the screen sit either side by side or top bottom and it comes with an external keyboard that you can just mount up on top of all of this. But this whole thing needs like a tripod stand in order to actually function and this thing will actually start being available in June of 2023. I just can't. I just why? Why? <sighs> this thing is actually going to release. This isn't like vaporware, and I, j- I don't know how I feel about it. It looks so weird. It is called the Yoga, oh no, the, th- the th- thing, wait, I'm sorry, no, 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 I'm looking at the wrong one. It is, it, it, I was right, it is the Yoga Book 9i, is what this thing is gonna be called. And then finally the actual headline that I opened up with, because I actually have a lot of thoughts on this one. The Think Phone. Remember how Lenovo bought Motorola? and you haven't really seen a whole lot with that partnership, well, now we're finally seeing it. Motorola is making a phone that is designed like the ThinkPad. It has a, it has a very black look, matte black, and we have uh, the power button is red, and the primary focus is business customers. So we're trying to take the BlackBerry angle, which honestly, hey, good stuff. And honestly, I do like the professional look of the ThinkPad in this regard. I do think we could have had a bit more red accents. You know, it is what it is. Here's my biggest problem with it, though. This device that is intended for professional customers, for customers that are specifically targeted for the enterprise market, where you are expected to make devices last as long as possible, this sucker has A, no removable storage. Why? Also, before you ask, no, it does not have headphone jack. That I'm not going to gripe about, even though that is stupid. It has a no removable storage, b no easy way to repair the device. Honestly, just right there, that goes against everything that the ThinkPad line gave us. I'm sure it has high water resistance. I don't. Did they actually tell us in the specs? Uh, nope, no, they did not. We just know that it's running Android 13. It running, is running a Snapdragon 8 Plus Gen 1. The RAM can either come in 8 or 12 gigabytes. Storage can either be 128, 256, or 512. 5000 milliamp battery. It is a 188.5 gram phone. It is using some big display. It's not telling us what it is, though. It tells us the dimensions, which is 150, 158 millimeters by 74 millimeters by 8 millimeters. Thanks. That helps nada. It can charge up to 68 watts via wire or 15 watts via wireless. That's good. And that's about the most business like feature on here, so far as we can tell, is just the fast charge rate. A lot of what else they're talking about is going to be software tweaks, going to be instantly connecting to, t- to a PC, apparently, unified clipboard across your devices, a unified notifications, file drop, app streaming, an advanced webcam on your phone. And that's apparently it. They're also talking about a high level security, but not giving a whole lot of information in that regard. Thank you phone once again. Such a, uh, such great uh, interrupted. I was If only that, that call could have waited. But in any case, as you can hear, I am starting to get busy because this is what I get for, unfortunately dealing with electrical gremlins last night in, uh, in this studio. We are just having so many problems lately. The Think phone will be available in the U.S., Europe, Latin America, Middle East, Australia, and select countries across the next few months. We have no idea what the price is going to be. I'm not going to lie. I am not impressed with this phone. I think it's fine. I think it's the bare minimum of what a Lenovo phone should be, like the absolute 100% barest minimum. But otherwise, I am very disappointed in this. That's going to do it for me. Stay safe and stay healthy. Oh, I should mention, it does have a SIM card tray. Thank you, Apple. We now need to think about that.